Welcome to Revelation Warning, a weekly podcast hosted by Pastor Robert Thibodeau as he interviews prophecy experts from around the world as we discuss current events in relation to Bible prophecy. All of this is to give the world a final Revelation Warning. Now, here is your host with this week's guest, Pastor Robert Thibodeau. Hello, everyone, everywhere. Pastor Robert Thibodeau here. Welcome to the Revelation Warning Podcast. We are so blessed that you're joining us here today. Well, 2022 had been an interesting and trying year. I mean, we've seen Christianity attacked in this nation like never before. We've seen politicians just basically surrendering the sovereignty of this nation. We've seen natural disasters on a scale that Some say hasn't happened for hundreds, if not thousands of years. But for believers, this is not a time of doom and gloom. Far from that. We are told by Jesus in Luke 21, 28, that when these things begin to take place, look up for your redemption's drawing near. Amen. With all that's happening, wouldn't it be nice to have a peek at what's going to happen in the next year or so? It takes someone with a special gift from God to be able to do that without sounding like a soothsayer or a nut job, right? It takes someone anointed by God with this gift to lay things out in a logical format. And that's what our guest will be doing today. Our guest today is Pastor Bill Jenkins of the Destinyland Christian Center in Rancho Cucamonga, California. Every year, he releases a new book titled The Prophetic Almanac. If you ever heard of the Farmer's Almanac, well, the Prophetic Almanac is the spiritual equivalent that will release a spiritual vision for your personal life. And it gives you a a prophetic forecast for our nation. Amen. Pastor Bill Jenkins is a 1991 graduate from Christ for the Nations in Dallas, Texas, my old stomping grounds for a few years. He's been in ministry for over 30 years. He also has, has had his own television program on the Trinity Broadcasting Network. He's hosted Praise the Lord program a few times as well. He's written numerous books and has become known as a modern day apostle of God with a prophetic voice. He and his wife, Britton, work extremely hard to release the message of hope into our world, and a very needful word for such a time as this, I might add. Pastor Jenkins takes some of the toughest passages of Scripture and explains them in a practical and interesting way. He is quickly becoming the go-to guy when it comes to biblical interpretation. And he also has a, a program on our evangelism radio station and has had it for several years. His program runs Monday through Friday, 10 to 10.30 a.m. Eastern Time. And every year, about this time, I ask Pastor Bill to come back on and share with us his insights from the Word of God as he talks about the newest release of the Prophetic Almanac as it relates to the upcoming year. And that's what we're talking about today as we leave a very hectic and chaotic 2022 behind and are moving forward into 2023. Help me welcome back to the program, Pastor Bill Jenkins. Pastor, thank you for taking the time to come visit with us today. Oh, thank you so much. I always love being with you. Love your heart. Love what you're doing for the kingdom. You make such a difference in the kingdom of God. And so I just love to have this opportunity. It's one of the interviews I always look forward to because I, I know that you're going to ask some good questions and I know uh, you're going to always do a great job. And so I uh, just love your heart and love being with you today. I appreciate that. But Pastor, for those that may be new to the program and had not heard our interviews before, can you just share briefly in your own words, who is Pastor Bill Jenkins. Wow. Well, I've been in ministry for 30 years. Uh, We uh, had a ministry in Indiana for uh, 27 of those years. And then I decided to just 
moved to California, take my family, start a new church. I needed a new challenge. I needed something fresh and different. And so we moved out to California, started a church called Desland Christian Center in Rancho Cucamonga, California. It's about 30 minutes from LA. But me and my wife have been married 24 years. This year we'll be married 25. We have three boys, 22, 20, and 18. So pray for us because parenting doesn't get easier. Parenting gets harder the older they get, you know. And so uh, I love to write books. I've written 17 in total. And um, we just do whatever we can to reach out to people, reach out to the community, get the gospel out there, share the word in such a way that can help people and make a difference in their lives. Yeah. Praise God. Praise God. And I can tell you that this, I use the term boomerang child because my kids left and came back and then left and came back. (laughs) (laughs) Has that happened yet? (laughs) Well, I have one that's gone, but he comes back an awful lot. So, uh, you know, uh, he hadn't moved back in yet, but that might be a possibility. So he's trying to hold out as long as he can. But uh, yeah, Yeah. we just, uh, you know, we love being parents, but it's work. It's hard, you know, they're not easy about it. I tell these uh you know, couples with these younger kids enjoy it because once they get older, it won't get better. It's going to get yeah. worse. And so yeah, my, my uh, wife you never and I stop talk being about, a dad. You never stop being a mom. And so it's right. a lot of work. And, and being a grandparent is great because when you get tired of them, just send them home, you know? And so. <laughs> I want to know what that is someday. <laughs> well, my wife, you know, because, you know, all we got seven grandkids and, uh, you know, we, we enjoyed them and all that. And, and then they grew up you know, and moved away. We got one out in California right now. And, uh, you know, she says, they never talk to us. They never call us that often. They don't come over. And I said, it, it's called growing up, you know, I yeah. mean, it's, it's just what you, you go through, but how long have you been publishing the prophetic almanac? Well, this is actually our 10th year. We've been talking about it for over uh, 15 years when the Lord gave me the insight and revelation, because I had such a desire to know God in a different way. I sort of got bored with all the old college ways of studying the Bible, and I needed something different. And so the Lord began to teach me about the colors and the names and the places Mm -hmm. and the people and the numbers of the Bible in order to open up my study to give me another way to look at the word and to sort of dissect it, to create a vision that can be released every year. So this is our 10th year that we're publishing. We started back in 20. uh, 15, 2014. And so we're just excited about getting this out there. We're excited that now even Walmart has picked up our books. Uh, God. And so uh, we're excited about uh, Barnes and Noble and all of these big places. Now, anywhere books are sold, you can get this book. And so it's really come a long way. We're really excited about it to get the word out there in the marketplace. Amen. Amen. So before we get into 2023, let's just recap a bit from 2022. Uh, last year on a program, you said there's going to be things exposed that have been kept secret for ages. Did that happen this year that was referenced in your 2022 edition? Yeah, there was really, um, you know, three things that revolved around that number 22. It was getting your house in order and how if you didn't get your house in order, that there was going to be some things that, uh, you know, came out. So you see it publicly, you see it politically, 
and you see it privately. You know, everything doesn't always have to be like the big boom. You know, it doesn't have to always be, right. uh, you know, the spectacular. It's always supernatural, but it's not always spectacular. But, you know, you can see uh, in the pulpit, in politics, people who didn't want to reveal different things, who were hiding things. They got exposed in different areas. And so when we talked about 2022 in the Bible, it was really about getting your house in order. It was about getting uh, your marriage uh, to a better place and Proving your marriage, and it was about Amen. the Holy Spirit. So, twenty-two really revolved around those, those those three things. So, we saw where the Holy Spirit really moved to expose, to reveal, to comfort, to lead, to guide. All the seven things the Holy Spirit does, we saw that in action. We saw specific things go on with different people that I mentioned, uh, even in uh, the book. And then the neat thing is, like, even when we mentioned people, even when we mentioned places, you can see some of those places really came. Uh, you know, to the forefront in the news as uh, different things were happening, different things were exposed, different people were sort of uh, highlighted throughout the year. And so we always challenge people. One of the best things you can do is I give you prophetic days. And on those prophetic days, go back and Google them. You know, it's always God and Google now, right? So we got to go to God first, but then we go to Google second. Amen. And Google those dates. When you Google those dates, it's the best way to hold me accountable for the prophetic word I'm releasing. Because Amen. it's there you can see on those specific days, different events, different things occurred or happened, took place that went right along with the vision that we released for 2022. So right. I dare people, I encourage people, you yeah. know, I want people to go and to Google those dates, check those things out, see the top news stories of that day and see how they connect with the vision for 2022. That way you can hold me accountable. You can see that I'm not just throwing things out, but we're actually giving you things that are happening and really being unveiled in our daily lives. Amen. Amen. So true. And, and I can't remember if we discussed anything last year related to the Supreme Court hearing on abortion that was handed down. Would, did you have something along those lines included in the 2022 edition? Yeah, a lot of those things were about getting back, getting our house in order. So that was, you know, there's literal, you know, statements. It's almost as if some of the Supreme Court, when they wrote, wrote their brief, um, actually took words out of my book. I'm not saying that they did. I'm saying, but those little sentences out of there, getting back, you know, to some of the things that we probably never thought we would ever get back to in America, yeah. you know, um, getting back to our roots, laying a better foundation. Um, you know, uh, when uh, Roe versus Wade was legalized, you know, back in the 70s, we never probably thought, most people never thought, Christians never thought that it was going to be reversed. Well, you know, I know there's different state laws and all of that, but what a decision, man, for the Supreme Court to stand up, declare that. I know the uh, people who are for abortion, uh, boy, they just, you could see them scurrying and you could see them running around. You could see them trying to figure out some kind of solution, but it was a miracle yeah. what the Lord did and used the Supreme Court to do it, to establish and reestablish some laws in our land that should have never uh, right. been legalized Amen. to begin with. And so I think it's a wonderful thing. We're seeing, um, you know, like I said, our house is getting in order. 2022 Amen. was a year for us to do that. Now it's always a year. It's always a day to do that, yeah. but we really have to focus in on those things. And I think in the midst of the chaos, 
we sometimes focus in on all the negative stuff when really we forget there's a lot of positive underlying stuff. And if God doesn't come out and take you out of the fire, he'll come in the fire with you. But either way, God won't leave you alone. And there was a lot of amazing things that happened in 2022. Yeah, amen. That's for sure. You know, one of the things I remember from last year, you shared how the majority would echo what the popular sayings were, the news and others that that they deemed would be appropriate, and that anyone who raised a concern or took a traditional Christian stance would be attacked. I think we can say we've seen that come to pass this year like never before. Do you agree? Oh, I mean, you know, anymore, you know, it, it, it's almost against the law to be a Christian. You know? And so yeah. if we stand up, if we speak out, if we finally realize that silence isn't golden and speak out about things, they don't like it. Um, But we have a voice. This is still America. You know, if uh, the naysayers won't be quiet, then we have to be people who aren't quiet. We have to speak up and speak out. We have to understand how important it is to let our voices be heard. We may get mocked. We may get ridiculed. We may, uh, you know, find our place where we're losing friends instead of gaining friends. But that's not why we're here. We're here to take over. We're here to speak the word. We're here to do our part to, you know, sort of be that salt and light to make a difference in the land. And so uh, we can't be intimidated. We can't right. back down. We can't Amen. be people that, you know, are echoes. We have to be voices. And sometimes like John the Baptist, when he was a voice in the wilderness, uh, you know, yeah. people didn't like there him. They go. rejected their godsend. John was a, uh, a godsend. He was a man sent from God whose name was John. And we could take out the word John and put your name in there, put my name yeah. in there, put the hundreds of thousands of people's names in there. Well, we cannot allow our voices to be silenced just because there's people who are making noise wanting us to be quiet. So I believe these are the days when we've got to speak up. We got to speak out. We can't be uh, silenced by folks who don't like what we're saying, because what we're saying is right. It's always been right. It is right. And it always will be right. So the gospel doesn't change. It's the same yesterday, today, and forevermore. And that's the philosophy and attitude we as Christians need to have. I'm not looking to offend anybody, um, but you know, I'm also not looking to just sit there in silence, twiddle my thumbs and do nothing while I see the country that I love, that I was born and raised in, uh, go to hell in a handbasket sometimes because nobody wants to speak up. I don't even think abortion should have been legalized to begin with. Oh, amen. But I think what the amen. church did was they went to their church buildings and prayed instead of getting out there and doing something. Yep, uh, maybe exactly. if we had radio stations like uh, you know your radio station and people like you and me uh, who weren't afraid, maybe some of these things that were instituted uh, would have never had to be reversed. But yep, you know, exactly. all I can do is control the day that we live in, and so I just encourage the church to not back down from the truth. When you got truth on your side, you don't have to back down. You don't ever have to be intimidated. Yeah. Amen. Amen. You know, as you were talking, it reminded me of my calling. My calling into the ministry was from Ezekiel chapter two and chapter three. And the part about God said, I'm not sending you people of a hard language whose speech you don't understand. So I said to them, they'd listen. I'm sending you the people of your own nation. They don't want to hear what you have to say. He said, but right. don't be worried about what their looks are and all that, because I've made your head harder than their foreheads. Mm-hmm. And that worked for me because I've always been called a hard head growing up. So, <laughs> I mean, it was God speaking to me. <laughs> but yeah, you're right. You know, we can't be worried about what people think. We can only declare what the word of God says. Amen. Yes. 
Be God pleasers, not man pleasers. Exactly. Now I know last year you discussed how the border would become a central issue, not just for the South, but for the country. And that wasn't happening. I mean, the, the border was an issue, but it was all the, the local communities along the border itself that was being affected. But we've seen what you said last year come to pass as the illegal immigrants were being sent inland to all the various cities in America. What has God showed you concerning this for 2023? Well, I live in California. I'm less than an hour and a half from the border myself. And so it's funny, you know, you hear all these people on the TV and these politicians and they have their own opinions. It's funny to even hear people in California who are more against the border than politicians in Washington. Uh, you know, and when I say more against it, I'm talking about they don't want people to come in illegally. Uh, you know, some of them worked hard to get here to get here legally, and they don't want to see the borders just open and let anybody come in because they know that can be disastrous for our country. So it's real. I have amazing insight because of where we live uh, to really garner some information that's really mind boggling to me because we think of California as, you know, the left or, you know, uh, we, we, we think of them as a liberal state. And there are liberals. Don't get me wrong. But, man, in Southern California, where I'm at and this whole uh big uh, sort of area that I live in, I'm telling you, man, you got more people standing up for what is right, declaring things that you'd probably be surprised with out there on the East Coast that people are standing up here for that our politicians aren't standing up for. And we got to be careful. You know, we are a free and open society. We want people to come in. That's the way we've always been. But the bottom line is we have to be careful letting just anybody in. There's a process. People don't like process. They don't like it, that it takes more time than it should sometimes. And I think that, you know, that's just the whole nature of our society. We want fast food. We want this done quick. We don't want to wait. We were in, we are impatient. And so I just, uh, you know, I think it's not good for our country. It's not a political statement. This is something that, you know, I think as the people of the United States of America, we have to be careful. We've seen things happen in the past. We've got to be careful. You can't just go to any other country. How can you just come in here without being checked? And so when I put that in the book, boy, it stirred some things up in some people. You know, people don't like, you know, when you start touching on sensitive subjects. But the bottom line is you saw it come to pass. Uh, our borders have Amen. never been more open. We're just letting people come in. We're giving them free passes. And, uh, you know, I don't mind all of the, you know, legitimate people coming in. But what I do mind is just anybody coming in without being checked, without, you know, uh, you know, it's kind of like when somebody gets free from prison. Um, I developed a program for the, the city of Indianapolis where when people got released from prison, they had to have a place to go to. They had to have a job. They had to have certain things in place. We can't just leave open-ended things. We have to make sure that we are going through the process of life. Process is important, whether we like it or not, whether things that we want to happen take longer or not. And so it's just part of our country. It's part of the nature of God, by the way, to go through a process in order to achieve a means to an end. It's not just going out there and get whenever you want, whenever you want it. Exactly. And so it's in the process. You know, God could meet any and every one of our needs right now, right. stamp up his finger. He could yep. heal everybody in the world. But sometimes it's what we go through that makes us who we are. And exactly. so, you know, it's one of those things that, you know, it's definitely not a popular subject people want to talk about, but it's interesting where I'm at in California, how many people, um, you know, would believe like you and me that, you know, we're not against people, but come in the right way. Don't just come in. And, uh, you know, there's no accountability. People don't want accountability. They don't want it right. coming across Amen. the border. They don't want it in our churches, but there has to be accountability or you're going to have chaos 
confusion and disaster. So that's what we're trying to avoid when we speak up and speak out and some say some of these things and declare these Amen. things prophetically out of our mouths. Yep. Amen. Amen. I mean, we understand from the book of Romans that the wages of sin is death. Has the United States come to the point where basically payday is here? Is 2023 going to be a year of reckoning? I, 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 I've been telling people that it's like, you're listening to every message I'm preaching on Sunday. I think that, <laughs> you know, um, this is a year when you're going to see the judgment of God begin. Now, remember the Bible says judgment's going to hit the child of God before the sinner. It's going to hit the church before it hits the world. And so we're already seeing that happen. Yeah. Uh, you know, where you're seeing things go on, uh, in our world. And, you know, you're going to reap what you sow. If you sow it, you're going to reap it. It could be good or bad. And so don't be surprised if there's things that happen as a result of the things that you've sowed. That's a law. It's not going to change. The law of gravity is going to work whether you're a Christian or a sinner. The yep. the law of sowing and reaping is going to work whether you're a Christian or a sinner. And so, um, you know, these laws are put into place. They're unchangeable laws that, you know, really you're going to get out what you put in. If you put yep. nothing in, you're not going to get anything out. You put something in, you're going to get something out. And so I think this is a year when God is really beginning the process of judgment to fall uh, upon those who, um, you know, have not carried their weight, done their job, walked in obedience, uh, closed that gap in their relationship between Amen. them and the Lord. And so I, I'm not trying to scare anybody, but the oh, bottom line yeah. is this is a year of judgment. This is going to yeah. be a year when you're going to see judgment released upon people. And I believe, you know, uh, I, I have three boys, right? They're in college. And, and uh, the funny thing is they have their little sayings, you know, like, uh, on the texting. And I don't even know what they are. I got to ask. So one day my, my son sent me a text and he said, SMH. And I'm like, SMH, what is that? You know? And I asked him later, I said, what do you mean by SMH? Is that some kind of bad word or something? What's going on? And he said, no, it's shaking my head. And I thought to myself, boy, there's going to be a lot of people in 2023 oh, yeah. that are going to be shaking their head in amazement yeah. at what God does both good and bad, both in yeah. blessing and in judgment in 2023. Amen. Yeah, that is so true. Amen. Amen. You know, I remember last year on the on this recording, you warned that there was going to be natural disasters on an unprecedented scale, and we've seen it happen. What does 2023 hold in store along for us along those lines as well? Well, here's the thing. When you look at the number 23 in the Bible, it's only mentioned five times. And so when you break it down and really get into it, you see that um, it revolves around authority. Judges chapter 10, verse 2, there was, uh, uh, the Bible said that he judged for 23 years. Um, and so it's a year of authority where you're going to have to learn how to be under authority. You know, you and me came from a, a generation where you understood you had to be a good follower before you were able to be a good leader. Amen. Now everybody just wants to be a leader. Look what happened recently in our House of Representatives. Yeah. I mean, it's a joke that we're having all of this infighting between a, you know, uh, a party that's in the majority. Um, mm -hmm. It shouldn't be happening. We're having 15 different votes to get one shepherd. And yeah. this is the year of authority where if you don't learn how to walk in authority, you'll never be a person of authority. Mm. Um, the Bible also talks about when we read in Second uh, Kings uh, 23, the Bible talks about Joaz and how he was 23 years old when he reigned. The word vicinarian, it's V-I-C-E-N-A-R-I-N-A. Just do me a favor later on and look it up in your Webster's. You know, like right here on your phone, you won't find that word. Um, ask Siri 
to tell you what that word means. She won't tell you what it means because she doesn't know what it means. Google, thank God, knows what it means. But Vicenarian is somebody in their 20s from 20 to 29. And I believe this is a year when you're going to see sort of a changing of the guard and you're going to see some younger people begin to step up, take that torch like Joshua did for Moses and really begin to run with it. You know, the Bible said your old men will dream dreams, your young men will see the visions. So I believe this is a year you're going to see a coming together of the young and the old in the church. And I believe the young men are going to help the old men to see those dreams they've been believing for for a long time to come to pass in their life. So a vicinarian is anybody from their 20, 20, beginning of 20 to 29. So you're going to start hearing that word. So mark that down to hold me accountable next year. Vicinarian. You never heard that word probably. It's not in Webster's Dictionary. Siri doesn't know. So if you got on your phone and you said, hey, Siri, what's a vicinarian? She doesn't know, but I'm telling you right now, by the end of the year, you're going to hear that word because people in their 20s are going to rise up in 2023. And I believe they're going to really um, do some great things. It's also a year of briefness where you're going to see people who um, are going to start out in a position, but that position will not last long. It was going to be temporary, not permanent. Remember, the king that reigned he uh, reigned for three months, 90 days. He's 23 years old. And the Bible tells us in 2 Chronicles 36 that Joaz was 23 years old when he began to reign, but he only reigned three months, 90 days. You can't get nothing done in 90 days. Right. And yeah. so it's a year of briefness where you're going to see mm. things cut short, either because of people's individual sins, things get found out. Look for this uh, one guy from New York uh, who, um, you know, uh, did a bunch of things that he should have done, told a bunch of lies that he shouldn't have said, got elected. Now he's in the House of Representatives. Look for him that maybe be one of those guys who uh, has a brief term, but it's also across the board. If you're not doing things right, if you're not connected to the Lord, God is going to remove you. Remember, yeah, those amen. branches are going to be cut off. God is going to prune you. Um, and uh, there's going to be a lot of pruning going on in the church. And so it's a year of healing. We talk, we think about in, in uh, First Chronicles, the Bible talks about the land of Gilead. We, we connect Gilead with healing. So it's a year of healing, emotional, physical, marital, financial healing. And then it's a year of blessing in Esther chapter eight, verse nine. It talks about that number 23. And so I believe that this is a year of blessing. Everybody thinks that Esther was just destined to be blessed, but they forget where she came from. She's an orphan. She didn't have the best shot at life. She didn't have all the luxuries that some people have, but yet God found a way. Come on now. God found Amen. a way Amen. to make sure she got connected to the right people to rise her up to the top. And I believe even for you and for others that are listening to this program right now, that God is going to do just that. The cream's going to rise to the top in 2023. So get ready. I believe it could be the best year of your life when you stay connected to the Lord. Amen. Amen. That is so good. Amen. Praise God. Now, you went into some of the things that 2023 and the number 23 stand for. Is there anything else you want to add to that? Yeah, what I do is I, I look at three things to sort of gain insight. So I look at the uh, chapter 20, verse 23 is in the Bible. So every chapter 20 and verse 23 
I look at. And so when I look at those, I see that, you know, just briefly, when you get the book, you can go into it in greater detail, but it's a year of listening. Um, in Numbers 2023, 20, we see that Moses spoke and the people listened. It's a year of commitment where we renew our commitment. It's a year of counsel where before you do things, get some wise counsel. Don't just do things on your own thinking you know better than everybody else. It's a year of agreement where we got to come together. It's a year of leadership. It's the year of the shepherd. Remember Psalm 23. It's a year of strength. It's also, you mentioned it, we talked about it, a year of judgment. According to Job 2023, 20, deserve judgment is going to fall upon, notice what I said, deserved judgment yeah. is going to fall upon the righteous and the unrighteous in 2023. So I take you through all of these things. So one of the ways is through the number, specific number 23, when it's mentioned in the Bible five times, then I look at the verses of the chapter 2023, 20, chapter 20s, verse 23s, and then I look at every book of the Bible that has a chapter 23 in it. So all of those things sort of help me to give to you what I believe is going to happen. We look, there's 66 books in the Bible. Only 20 of them have a uh, chapter 23 in it. And so what I do is I break it down for you. We go through Genesis where that's where Sarah died. Uh, there's a changing of the guard. And the interesting thing about Genesis 23 is, and I want people to go and read this later, but uh, when Sarah died, Abraham went and got her a plot of land to bury her in, in Canaan land. Now, Canaan land wasn't Canaan land in Genesis. Right. It became Canaan land, but he had enough foresight. He had enough prophetic wisdom to know that that was going to be the land they were going to end up in. And he wanted his wife who had died to be honored by taking him to the promised land. I love that story. Yeah. It's just a beautiful story. Amen. So we take you on a journey. Exodus 23 is about honesty. Leviticus 23 is about honoring the seven feasts of the Lord. We're not Jewish, but we need to understand what these feasts are because they represent some really significant seasons in our life throughout a year. Numbers 23 is about how the devil cannot curse what God has blessed. And we look at these stories that are in these chapter 23s. We break it down. We give you a little Bible study. If you're a pastor out there, I'm giving you sermon after sermon that you can <laughs> have sort of a, a way to Amen. build upon. Uh, you don't have to study all year long if you get the prophetic almanac for 2023. You, know? you can just expound on what I'm giving you. And so we take you through every different thing. Proverbs 23 is talking about curbing your appetites. It helps you to establish some New Year's resolutions. And a resolution, I've always been against that word, you know, until this year. And the Lord showed me, he said, the word resolution has the word solution in it. And so a resolution is a God-provided solution to fix your problems. And so Proverbs 23 can fix all of your problems if you just establish uh, that truth in your life. And so those three areas, by knowing uh, those uh, chapter 23s, the chapter 2023s, and then when the number 23 is mentioned, is how we develop a vision to share with the people what they can expect of God and what God expects of them here in this year. Amen. Amen. If you had to list one or maybe two major things which the Lord is showing you to warn us to watch out for and prepare for this year, what would they be? I think the number one thing is, you know, <clears throat> making sure that you have a leader, <clears throat> making sure that you have a shepherd, not leaning upon your own wisdom, not trusting in yourself, not thinking you know better than anybody else. We see it at the beginning of the year in politics. You're going to see it throughout this land with people and preachers, whether they be in the pulpit or in the pew. You're going to see people who want to do their own thing. 
And I think it's so important and crucial for us to humble ourselves, not think more of ourselves than what we should, understand that God is our shepherd and that he has given us under shepherds to go to and really to lean upon as they expound on the word, give us wisdom to help us to get from where we're at to where God wants us to be. And so, you know, you can't negate the power of wisdom. Wisdom is not something that you get because you have knowledge or understanding. There's a lot of people who know a lot. There's a lot of people who understand a lot, but they're not wise. You only get wise when you apply the knowledge that you have. So uh, when we talk about wisdom, it's knowledge applied. You can't be wise until you're doing what you know. If you know better but don't do better, you're not a wise person. We have too many educated fools in America as it is right now, and we have too many educated <laughs> fools in our churches, and we need to get back to where you know we ask more questions. Uh, people learn more between the ages of 2 and 12 than any other time in their life. Why? Because they ask the question, why? Then you get to be a teenager and you think you know it all, <laughs> and you don't. And so I think we got to be careful to not have some teenage rebellious mentality in the church where we think we know better than everybody mm -hmm. else and learn how to be like David. David was yeah. wise. He had done a lot when he had written Psalm 23, but he wrote it from a, an, a, a platform of experience. He yeah. was out there. He knew what it was like. He wasn't just telling you from a secondhand revelation. And we need to get people in our lives who have firsthand revelation of stuff that we can go to, Praise we God. can get truth from, and they can release stuff and help guide us in the right path. You don't know everything, so don't think you do because it's going to lead to destruction in 2023 like never before. Yeah. So I think more than anything, this is a year when we have to be a good follower before we're a good leader. Everybody wants to lead, but we're we're forgetting that Jesus, 30 years he was in training for three years of ministry. Yeah. 30 that's a yeah. 10 year to one ratio. Yeah. Now we want 10 minutes to one. Um, you know, we don't want to wait. We want everything to hurry up. And so I think God is wanting us to process process things a little bit differently than what we have in the past and understand the Lord is my shepherd, but he's also given us under shepherds to help us. So don't negate the power of the wisdom they can bring to us uh, by thinking we're better than what we are and not going and asking questions. Even though we're older, we need that kind of truth to set us free here in our lives in 2023. Amen. Amen. That's so good. Amen. Now, one thing I do want to make a difference on here, you're not glorifying numerology or things like that. Can you share the difference between what you do with the prophetic almanac and, you know, the soothsaying using numerology and stuff? Yeah, absolutely. What I'm doing is, again, you look at the chapter 23, so I'm telling you what it says. I'm not trying to tell you what it says. So whatever it says is what it says. And so I'm just breaking that down. And so when we talk about uh, you know, like I mentioned a minute ago, the Vicenarian. I didn't make up the fact that there was a 23-year-old, uh, somebody in their 20s who reigned in power. And so because of that, I believe that there you're going to see more younger people rise to the top quicker, maybe than you and I, which we have to be careful, right, to not let that get to us because we, we sowed a lot and reaped a little. And I think yeah. you're going to see this younger generation reap where we have sown and we have to accept that, you know, that's not going to be easy for us. Uh, not going to be easy for me anyway. I'll speak for myself. You know, we've sown a lot. We've given a lot. Look how much you give, how much you do. Um, and so we probably sow more than what we're reaping when it comes to good. But I think the tide is going to turn when God connects us with somebody. And so when we talk about briefness, I didn't make it up in the Bible that he only reigned for three months. Um, and I think this is a year when it's going to be briefness. So it's not numerology where we're just taking some guess. 
Everything I'm giving you, there's a scriptural basis for. The Bible says if there's two or three scriptures, that helps us to base our belief Amen. upon something. Yeah. So I tell our church, I say, you don't have a right to believe whatever you want to believe. You only have a right to believe as a child of God what God's word says you can Praise believe. God. And if it's Amen. not in there, you know, then keep your mouth quiet. Keep your opinions to yourself. Yeah. So I think that it's so important for us to establish the truth of the word of God. We're not guessing. Hold me accountable. Uh, you know, look at these things, write it down. Like I said, check out the dates that I put in the book for uh, 22. And if I'm wrong, call me out. But the, the thing is, you're going to see where there's going to be amazing things that happen that go along right with the vision. So we do it again in this book. This is a book that's full of inspiration, information, and divine revelation. Amen. We're not taking some calculated guesses and hoping that it sticks to the wall. <laughs> I'm giving you the word of God. I'm showing yeah, you amen. these chapter 23s and then letting it, letting God do it. I'm not responsible to make the words that I give come to pass. So, mm -hmm. so let me say that again. I'm not responsible. It's not my job to give you a word and then manipulate it to make it happen. All right. I'm doing is giving you what's in these chapter 23s, giving you what the number 23, when it's mentioned in the Bible, means, and then giving you the opportunity to have the insight through the 2023s in the Bible, and then you judge for yourself. And so Amen. after a while, you got to go from the suspicion zone to the trust zone. You can't always be suspicious. If it's been right for 10, 15, 20 years, it's probably going to be right. Uh, just about every year to come, as long as we stick to the word. I'm not exactly. giving you my opinion. Yep. Who cares about my opinion? What we're giving you is the word of God and then letting God unveil and reveal these things as the days of the year go on. Yep. Amen. And, and in your book, you also discuss birth months that correspond with the current year. Can you share with us information concerning the birth month for this year and being born on the 23rd of that month? Yeah, it's really cool because one of the things that people always love and always talk about when it comes to the book is this chapter where I talk about, you know, the 23rd day people because they were born on the 23rd day of a month. And so what I do is I give you different celebrities or different famous people, ball players and sports uh, heroes that people have. I give you when their birthday is on different months. I give you a prayer for 23 day people. And then the Lord sort of gives me a specific word for those that are born on the 23rd day of the month. And so one of the things God told me to tell the 23rd day people was let your stubbornness go. Um, I know people that are born on the 23rd day of the month, and I know everyone can be stubborn. Um, so it's sort of a generalization, but my goodness, man, the 23 day people that I know Wow. They're, you know, they make me look good when it comes to stubbornness. And so, uh, you know, uh, I encourage them to hold on longer than normal, but don't be stubborn. You know, don't let uh, your desire for a venture get the best of you. You know, temper some of these things. I used to be real adventurous when I wasn't married. Um, when I was young and dumb and didn't know what I was doing, the older I get, uh, I'm not as adventurous now. You know, uh, <laughs> I, I, when I go to the amusement parks, I don't ride every ride that's there. You know, I still like roller coasters, but buddy, I pray a whole lot more now when I'm older than I ever did when I was younger. And so we, we talk about things that they can do to ensure a good year. We give you a special prayer. We connect you with people. We give you some characteristics. We tell you some things that we're believing for. So it's always a great little chapter, a fun little chapter that people love when they're born on that day of the month, just to help them feel like, you know, uh, they are um, going to be, uh, you know, special and important as we all are in the eyes of God. For instance, my son is going to turn 23 
2023. And so uh, he told me the other day, he said, Dad, he said, this is my year. I'm going to have the best <laughs> year of my life. And I Man. said, all right, I'm believing for that. And I love to hear that because so often we're negative when really, you know, we serve a, a God who wants to give us good things. I'm a father. I love my kids even when they're jerks, even when they don't do right. I love them. And God loves us even when we're jerks and he wants the best for us. And so God can teach you a lot when you're a parent, um, when, you know, he connects our relationship with him and our relationship with our own kids. And so yeah. it's a great little chapter that we love putting in the book. People always Amen. love it and always talk yeah. about it. Amen. And you also share some specifics for different geographic areas of the United States in your book. Can you give us briefly a, a glimpse of into some highlights for that section of the book? Yeah, it's really uh, sort of a neat little thing. Uh, we did it every year. It's just one of those things where I ask specifically the Lord places to watch and look at the places for 2022. Every one of those places, even the remote places that I mentioned, were places that were in the news for a significant amount of time in 2022. But this year, uh, Iran, Italy, Wales, Africa, uh, North Korea, the Baltic Sea. Who would ever think of the Baltic Sea anymore, right? Well, look for something. I don't know what it is. Again, it's not my job to make the prophecy that God gives me that he wants me to give to you come to pass. Just watch it. I don't know. Russia, China, those are easy ones, right? Mm -hmm. But the Baltic Sea, I have no. So I'm I'm watching the news with interest every day to see, wow, what's going to happen, you know? And it just sort of stimulates us and it sort of, you know, gets us uh, motivated for each and every day. Who knows how much time we all have left? You know, there's no oh, tag yeah. on the bottom of our feet that tells us when our expiration date is. And so we got to make every day count. We got to make every minute matter. And uh, it's Amen. really important for us to, you know, have something that sort of gives us some enthusiasm. Some of the stuff I put in the book, like in the first chapter, when I give you a preview of the year is sort of a way to just garner some enthusiasm for every day to look forward to something that can be revealed, that can connect with the vision for God and the vision he's given us for this year. Amen. Amen. What about some of the areas in the U.S., you know, southwest, southeast and all that? Yeah. One, uh, even on the cover of the book, what I do is I break down all 50 states into five regions and so when I break these states down into the five regions, it's really a neat thing because, uh, you know, we have the Northeast region, the Southeast, the Southwest. I uh, uh, live uh, sort of, I guess, you know, what they would say, uh, you know, out here in the West region with Alaska, California, Hawaii, Idaho, Montana. I break these states down for you. I put them in the categories for the regions. And then I give you a prayer a specific prayer for all the regions. I give you a Amen. book of the Bible specifically for that region. I give you a scripture, a landmark to watch. For instance, in the Midwest region, the Gateway Arch. Yeah, everybody knows about the arch of, in mm -hmm. St. Louis, St. right? Louis, yeah. Right. Yep. But, you know, you have Illinois on one side. You have Missouri on the other. I was born in Illinois, so I know that area well. Um, and so look for that. Look for something to happen in that area. States to watch, major cities to watch, uh, key months. All of these things 
we put in the book just to sort of bring everything together, unite these states. You know, we're still one nation under God, even though we're made of 50 individual states. And so even though we have different people, different agendas, you know, different ways of thinking, um, it's still one America. And so I think it's important for us to pray for America, because if America has ever needed prayer, yeah. boy, do we need wow. prayer now. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. One more question for you. Let's talk about the continuing presence of COVID. Uh, what are you seeing concerning this virus? Will it continue to dominate the news in 2023? Sickness is always going to be a part, but I think you're going to see the death of COVID real soon. So I think even at the early part of uh, 2023, um, you're going to see us sort of bury that word. Um, and so I don't think it's going to be one of those things that, you know, we're going to be listening to, uh, you know, a year from now, it's probably going to be one of those things that's far in our past. But um, I do think, you know, you're always going to have sickness. You're always going to have sure. flu. You're always going to have this stuff. But, you know, some of this stuff, man, I'll tell you what, it has just totally dominated uh, our lives and the news Amen. for, what, two or three years now. Yeah. And I think you're finally going to see the burial of COVID. Uh, in 2023, where we're going to actually Amen. bury it. There may be a Amen. funeral service for it. Maybe some of our churches, you know, will uh, actually perform a ceremony uh, <laughs> to where we put this COVID in the ground and we move on. Will there be something else? Yeah. But even COVID, think about it. Even COVID was, to me, um, you know, an area where, you know, God used to get our attention. Oh, yeah. And Amen. so it's yeah. so important for us to always understand uh, there's going to be collateral damage. When God judges things, uh, whether we like it or not, there's always collateral damage. Yeah. And so it's hard to accept, right? Because some innocent people are always caught up in the mix. When judgment comes, when judgment hits, there's going to be some who deserve it, who are going to get it. And there's going to be some who don't deserve it, who are going to get it. And so, um, but I, I do believe you're going to see the end of, I'm talking about where even in the news media, they're going to say the words, it's the end of an era. It's uh, the end of COVID, um, where those words are going to actually be spoken into the atmosphere. You're going to hear Amen. it on the news. You're going to hear it uh, in our political realm. You're going to hear it everywhere. People are sort of burnt out on some of this stuff. And so, yeah. uh, you know, we all know that you can get sick. We all know we live in a world that, you know, uh, isn't always easy to get through physically because of the illnesses that we face. But I do think that you're definitely going to see uh, a burial for Praise COVID God. here in 2023. Amen. Amen. Pastor, as usual, it's been an awesome time. How can someone get a copy of your book, The Prophetic Almanac for 2023? Is it available on Amazon? Yeah. Yeah, it's available on Amazon. You can download it on ebook Kindle. This year, tons of people are downloading, getting it right there on their phone or their mm -hmm. iPad. So like never before, boy, that's one of those things. People are really getting it on their phones and iPads. We're excited that Walmart has picked up our book. Yeah, so the amen. number one, the nation's largest retailer has now picked up the book to where you can get the book uh, at walmart.com. You can go oh, to Barnes and Noble. You can go to Amazon, download it on ebook Kindle, go to eBay, 
one of the largest marketplaces, you know, for trading and buying and selling yeah, is eBay. Maybe. Well, you can Crazy. get it on eBay. And yeah. you can go to PastorBillJenkins.org. That's probably the best place because we're going to get it out to you immediately. And then when you go to PastorBillJenkins.org, you can get all 17 of my books. I'll be releasing two more books this year. Oh, so wow. I'll be releasing a book on uh, the lies about the truth and the truth about lies uh, coming up here in just a couple months. And then I'm going to be uh, in the middle of the year, towards the end of the year, have another book coming out, out on the signs. What does it mean to have signs? What are the signs that we talk about in the Bible? And so those are two great books. If you connect with me at pastorbilljenkins.org, you'll know what's to come, plus what we already have available. Great 17 God. books, including my new book, The Prophetic Almanac for 2023. And you can listen to all of our podcasts. So they're all available there on pastorbilljenkins.org. And the best thing is you can connect with me on social media, Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, Instagram, TikTok, and YouTube. We offer a minute that matters Monday through Friday, every single day. It's a one minute, 60 second video devotional. So you can see my pretty face. You can hear a good little prophetic word every day, Monday through Friday. We're releasing a prophetic word to you that's only one minute long. Think about it. There's 1,440 minutes every day, whether you want it to come or not, 1,440 minutes. I'm asking for one. It might be one of the best minutes of your day. It's Amen. all available at pastorbilljenkins.org. So if you don't know how to get to the individual websites like Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, Instagram, or TikTok, or YouTube, you can go to pastorbilljenkins.org, hit the little icon, and take you right there. So the best place to get it, go there now, pastorbilljenkins.org. Amen. Praise God. I'll, I'll put all this down in the show notes below. You know, not to say anything negative or anything like that. We might get more listeners. You put Brit on there. Yeah. <laughs> I, I listen. I always tell people if you don't like me, I understand. Um, but if you don't like my wife, you have the problem, not her. So. <laughs> Amen. Even Paul said. You know, bear with us a little in our folly, you know. So, well, okay. <laughs> yeah, I, I tell her all the time she's a better person than me. Amen. Aren't all the wives? And they're not afraid to tell you either. So, yeah, well, and she doesn't, <laughs> but uh, she's a good wife. She just, uh, you know, uh, she just likes doing all the stuff in the background, oh, yeah. do a lot of stuff that makes a difference. And, uh, Praise you God. know, I definitely Amen. appreciate it. For sure. You betcha. You betcha. Folks, you need to get your copy of this year's Prophetic Almanac for 2023. There is so much happening prophetically in this nation and around the world right now. You need to be aware of what's happening all around you. Do not be taken by surprise. Go to the links down below, order your copy, order three, four, five, give them away, praise God. Get in touch with your pastor. Get in touch with Pastor Bill Jenkins. Take a look around his website, order his materials. I'm telling you, folks, you will be blessed beyond measure. Amen. Also, I want to remind you that for the last several years or so, Pastor Bill has a daily program Monday through Saturday, 10 a.m. Eastern time on evangelismradio.com. And you can listen to his excellent teachings right there as well. Pastor Bill, I want to thank you for taking the time coming on the program again today to catch up and give us give us some things that we need to be watching out for as we move forward this year. I look forward to this interview each and every year, man. I, I do appreciate it. Well, thanks again. We love you, and we're just thankful for all that you do, my friend. Amen. Folks, that's all the time we have for today. For Pastor Bill Jenks and myself, this is Pastor Bob reminding you, be blessed in all that you do. 
You have been listening to Revelation Warning with Pastor Robert Thibodeau and his guest expert on Bible prophecy as it relates to current events. This podcast is not designed to invoke fear, but concern. Help us to make everyone aware that the soon return of Jesus is close at hand by clicking the like, subscribe, and then share buttons below. Share this episode with your loved ones, friends, and co-workers. For more information on our ministry, please visit podcasterforchrist.com. And be sure to come back next week for another episode of Revelation Warning.